Hello and welcome to Tracks Brighton's premiere music podcast. I'm Harry and there is no Tim today, but do not worry, you only have me for about a minute of your time. So today we thought we would put together a best bits of 2016. This was because we thought it would be a great idea, not at all because we've had a lot of fun over the last few weeks and haven't had time to record a podcast. That is not the reason why this is happening. But we have picked out some fantastic parts of Track Show to share with you so you can remember why you absolutely love this podcast or why you might want to listen to it because you might be new. New year, new podcast. So for the very first time in 2017, we will see you on the flip side. Shall we begin? Jaquan Tipsy. Jaquan Tipsy. Um, Teen drinking is very bad. Um, the second one was um, Outcast. Yeah. Roses Real is like poo. Great tune. That. And we also had, um, I remember Michael Jackson. Uh, the one with the tiger. Small tiger in it. I can't remember. Okay. People would be annoyed. That I yeah, I feel that. like that's... You know, the I don't really, even, the I really don't important to say what I think it is because if I'm wrong, <laughs> well, shameful. We can get onto a bigger fact that I don't really like Michael Jackson, but we won't even get to that bit at the moment for political reasons or for musical reasons. For both, no, musical, just musical. Oh, the other bit, the other stuff you don't get. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff is fine by me. <laughs> you do what you want, kids, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Your tunes are bad. <laughs> you were good at music. Then this wouldn't be a problem, but yes. Matt DeMarco can do what he wants. Yeah, are you talking no. about the watermelon thing? Watermelon thing. Oh, please! Someone uh, told me. Please disclose. I'm talking is... about the touching small children. Is this thing. breaking news? Um, so I don't know if this is true or not, but a friend told me uh, that this is uh, purely hearsay, and any lawyers listening who want to libel us, um, please don't. Good. Go um, watermelon story. <laughs> a friend told me that apparently Mac DeMarco's uh, friend oh, or thought, somebody I thought it was going to be a Michael Jackson anecdote. No. Apparently they had Michael, uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, Mac DeMarco had videoed or somebody had videoed a friend of his while he was there masturbating into a watermelon or a melon or something while kids were watching or while kids were there. I remember that being a story, and then I googled it. And well, I our kids actually... were there. Yeah, I that's, mean, well, that's what made it bad. It's mad enough, anyway. <laughs> it takes... Yeah, it's fine until it... kids are there. Then it's just fine. It takes but... me back to the uh, the Peep Show episode of um, where Jez and Superhands have had like a mad night, and they wake up. <laughs> they wake up in the morning, and Jez he doesn't know what he's done, but he remembers the bad thing, <laughs> and then he's like trying to remember. And he's racking his brains. He's racking his brains, and then Mark starts to eat some melon <laughs> and Jess says don't eat that melon that's not good melon <laughs> and he remembers that they've had a melon off <laughs> which is where you achieve an erection and your friend also achieves an erection which I feel like I don't even really understand how that happens in the same room no. but then you have a competition to see who can maintain erection long enough to hold a melon on well, it said. makes sense if you've watched the latest peep shows. It makes sense that Jez would have done a lot in that. 
Yeah, because he became a melon lover. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yeah. He had a four-year relationship with a melon. <laughs> Part three. We're leading on from, again, west, we're going Yeezy still. We couldn't go more Yeezy. And he's just brought out Yeezy season three for Adidas. He's just done his big clothes launch at Madison Square Gardens, at the time of release. Yeah. And it made us think, like, okay, it's not necessarily merch. I mean, it's got his name attached, so it probably is something like merchandise, really. Yeah. And we started to think, what is the best slash worst music merchandise going? But before we get onto that, I just want to show the viewers of YouTube... You have to, you you have to. Laugh. I'm looking at some pictures here of what Kanye West. I don't know what range this is. This is, but this uh, is the picture I put up two. now. This is season two. Is a lot of what is the word for the basically albino people <laughs> wearing <laughs> what? Basically, Disclaced. the cast of Star Wars, <laughs> episode eight, is here. Episode it's... eight, the albino days. Yeah, like, I'll show these. They're not albinos. There's a few pictures. Why are you saying these because things? Because there's a lot of blonde people wearing... We're both blonde, we're not albinos. All right, very blonde people wearing clothes, all of the yeah. desert <laughs> nature... <laughs> I mean, it's some bizarre dystopian future. It's the Hunger Games meets, like... I was on the, um... I was talking about Star Wars. I'm going to show Tim and you a picture of Kanye. Or I'll call him Jedi West. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But he looks like a Jedi. I mean, it's mad. So where are we going from this? Best and worst music merch. Okay. Go. Is it my, me first? Harry's okay. up. I've got a few, but there is one I really want to talk about. But I'm going to basically say... Okay, so we've got one here, which is a cologne from Kiss. But the thing that I found funny is because it's called Kiss Him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's it made me laugh a <laughs> lot. And I'd love to know if they really had much to say about this coming out (laughs) and being something to buy. Uh, I'm going to quickly go through these as well. The other one is Deadmau5. You have to show me. Wow. This is 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 a cologne. The cologne looks like a bit of a... It looks like a set of cards or something. It's it's quite chic. Yeah, but... The next one is actual just a cat wearing Deadmau5. Release some headphones for cats. And uh, I think that's quite interesting. And we've I've got that as well that you're looking at right now. Yeah. The main one I have to show you is from Grimes. And as we're talking... So with Grimes, this- like, relevant new musician. She's yeah. cool. She's... I mean, with this context, some pe- a lot of people probably will know exactly what I'm going to say. But I'm going to give them the name that they uh, have. I googled. 
pussy rings. What the fuck are they? <laughs> okay, so to describe to podcast listeners what I'm looking at, it's like a a weird shaped bony hand with like some enormous wine gums <laughs> on the first, second, and third finger in the pink, uh, translucent, and black. Uh, colourway. <laughs> Please explain to us, Harry, what the fuck do those things do? They're just rings that look like vaginas. No. You walk around with them like that? I guess so. Oh, no. If you Google Grimes um, pussy rings, I think they're called, then you will just get lots of images of people wearing these. And, and you um, also get the police outside your house. Yeah. They're all of a similar persuasion, the people that are wearing them. <laughs> persuasion. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but I like to think I did. Um, I keep flicking from this and Kanye as a Jedi, and it's quite hilarious. Um, but this is probably the most outrageous thing I found. Another thing was a a casket. The kiss casket, The right? kiss casket. I mean, I remember watching... Uh, is his name... Gene. Gene Simmons. He's the kiss guy, right? Yeah. I remember seeing his MTV Cribs once. And he had basically a wing of his house dedicated to kiss merch. And there was such unbelievable variety. It's like, who were buying these things? Kiss had about one and a half hits max. That's bullshit. And they had like 14,000 pieces of merch. So it's episode 10, and we are joined by our first ever guest, Ben. Welcome. Hello. What will our listeners know you from? Um, just bits and bobs around <laughs> town. If you live locally, you might have seen me. Yeah, you featured on uh, another podcast. The Tea Time Ramble. Tea Time Ramble, yeah. Um, yeah. Glorious. I was, I was on dinner dates recently as well. Oh, so. yes. Exciting time. TV star here. When, when is that uh, airing, by the way? A couple of months. Really? Still? I've been waiting for this for yeah, so we long. Were, we were Everyone asks me, and I always say it's the couple Becky of months. keeps asking me. She's like, when's your friend on dinner dates? Well, they, they said it was going to be March, and then yeah. they, I, I emailed them, they were like, yeah, the new, the old series hasn't even finished yet, so it's going to be, like, summertime. Oh, no. It's going to drop uh, during the summer. So, spoiler alert, is the relationship still going? Um, it ended that night. <laughs> <laughs> there was tears. <laughs> And how was the ready meal at the end? Uh, really good, actually. Yeah. yeah. It was a beef stroganoff. You definitely um, kept it and ate it. I wolfed it down. I wolfed oh, it down. They make you eat it, right? Yeah, on camera. You have to eat it on camera. <laughs> I, thought they, I thought you <laughs> just collected like, at the door. <laughs> just take a go. Just put this in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be my packed lunch tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you just open the door. They give it to you on a tray. No, you sit there and... They're like, uh, they ask you if you're like disappointed or whatever, don't they, while you're eating yeah. it? Yeah, I know it's just me eating it on my like sofa that's covered in dodgy stains. I <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> uh, necked ne- the little bottle of wine they gave me as well. Ultimately, yeah. a great experience for you. Yeah, good. So you might recognise me from that, guys. And you are the drummer of Buddha Blood. Of Buddha Blood, yeah. Local band from Brighton Scene. Yep. So just doing stuff on that. Just doing stuff on that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of music do you uh, play? Oof. I'd say alternative. <laughs> Can't really pinhole us. 
No. A bit psyche, Pigeon right? Pigeonhole, rather. A bit psyche, kind of. Psyche, yeah. Psyche garage psych. Yeah, I've 90s. heard psychedelic rock. Being we are garage psyche's not. Psyche's 90s funky. Dub. Yeah. Yeah. We're not pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us, anyway. Um, we like football, so. Yeah. I feel like only two of you like football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huge fan of the song or uh, not that oh, I don't like it I well no I like the song but I don't listen to it much <laughs> <laughs> look I'm okay I'm not a big Michael Jackson fan okay but I don't hate the guy I like some songs of his, of his. <laughs> we've discussed this on the podcast before. yeah we have we have um, you, you said you don't mind his uh, personal life antics you just do not like his music <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, but I've chosen, and people will know now what I'm going to choose, and it's Earth Song. I'm not even going to try. Basically, this culminates exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. This song, and I've got a little quote here from him, because my thought process was this. I thought, oh, hang on a minute. We're talking about, like, peace and the awareness of that we love this planet and we think it could be better than it is in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, oh, this song is about that. It's exactly about that. So here is Michael Jackson saying why he wrote that song. Do the voice. <laughs> I remember writing Earth That's song. rubbish. That's, uh, I can't remember what he sounds like. That's, um, That's Eric Glass. <laughs> so I remember writing Earth Song when I was in Austria. I'm going to do Ira Glass's voice in this because I can't do Michael Jackson's. I remember writing Earth Song when I was in Austria in a hotel. Shamo. <laughs> and I was feeling so much pain and so much suffering at the plight of the planet Earth. And for me, this is Earth's song. Because I think nature is trying so hard to compensate for man's mismanagement of the Earth. And with the ecological unbalance going on and a lot of the problems in the environment, I think Earth feels the pain, and she has wounds, and it's about some of the joys of the planet as well. <laughs> I can't get this up for so long. This is a really long quote. Keep going. This is my chance to pretty much let people hear the voice of the planet, and this is Earth's song, and that's what inspired me. What about sunrise? What about rain? What about all the things that you said we were to gain? What about killing fields? Is there a time? What about all the things that you said was yours and mine? Did you ever stop to notice all the blood we shed before? Did you ever stop to notice? Crying 
is a very emotional man, wasn't he, Michael Jackson? I think so. I think he um, might have been a bit of a damage to him. Yeah, th- there's something that about out, him right? that was a little damage. But you not cannot say <laughs> that. <laughs> you cannot say that he wasn't that guy. Eminem is Dre's favourite rapper. And I'm my favourite rapper. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah. Good old Kanye. Yeah. But everyone is someone's favourite band. Yeah. Even Pete and the Pirates. And I like Pete and the Pirates. It's not slagging them off. It's just amazing to me that in a world where you know, we, the uh... Beatles and the Smiths and all and the Stone Roses and all these bands exist, Pete and the Pirates. What, what just... were we singing walking down the road after she'd told us that? Um, How, was it something Mr. Pete? Understanding. Yeah, yeah. It's weird because like you get the terrible. Well, in pers- in some perspective, it could be seen as a terrible band, but yet to other people, they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for people loving them. Exactly, like Mr. Blobby song. Yeah, you know, like Mr. Blobby. You know how how do you? It's so strange. Yeah, you say Mr. Blobby. Blubby. <laughs> Mr. Blubby. Mr. Blubby. <laughs> it's funny as well because I always have this assumption, like when Great Escape's a good example. Everyone I wanted to see, I assumed the entire festival was on their way. I'm like, not going to get in, not going to get in. Exactly. Um, because I'm really into this band. Can it's I like, just say, Europe, maybe European or American listeners might not know what Mr. Blobby is, and I would love to hear you two describe what Mr. Blobby is. He's a big pink blob with yellow dots, <laughs> and he's got and like, on nose. No Edmund's house party. And he's got like mad, mad sort of googly eyes that are yeah. always like... So, yeah, maybe um, you could dress up of what you think Mr. Blobby looks like. It's quite funny to imagine, like, obviously you can get like a Mr. Blobby costume, but I like to think of someone who's like done a low budget Actually dressing up as Mr. Blobby. That. That like just yeah, painted epic. themselves pink with like big yellow <laughs> That would be really big cool. Big weird eyes. That would be really yeah. cool. <laughs> just looks like someone who's lost their skin or something. <laughs> someone who's got chicken pox. I, just got, just I like... got really bad sunburn <laughs> with heat rash. Like... That's... A... If you ever go on like a group holiday with someone who you know burns a lot, yeah. just put circles Me. on him. Yeah. Just like <laughs> turn him into Mr. Blobby while he's asleep <laughs> on the beach. Bubbles of like pus. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, send your send your pictures into what is it? Hello at trackshow.co.uk. Hello at trackshow.co.uk. It'd be really nice to see a response. Yeah. I'd love really to cool. see that. That'd, That'd be really cool. And much, much money. To we, see that we can we can send like you know something in reply pay. like dick pics or something I don't know. <laughs> this is one of the reasons I don't why. See that. <laughs> no, we don't want that. It's one of the reasons why it's so nice to have a guest. Like sometimes because we're very focused on like where the conversation's going, it becomes like quite a linear episode. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea now where we are. how <laughs> where we're going. No, just how I said. Uh, were there any other options for your old track? And we've ended up talking about Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby. So was <laughs> Mr. Blobby one of your other tracks? No, I think he's not very cool. No. He's well cool. I'm pretty sure he's going to get done for a scandal of some sort of child molestation. Blobby. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It was the right time frame. Right? I, I don't know who was playing Mr. Blobby or whether he was actually just a real thing. <laughs> he is Mr. Real. <laughs> Mr. Real. <laughs> the same guy or it's is got it like shift, yeah, shift work? yeah it's got similar hand to be fair he doesn't actually say who's it, playing it? mr blobby tonight it's Derek. <laughs> oh no uh, who's playing mr bobby <laughs> <laughs> you never get the name right <laughs> mr know. bobby and mr I think, blobby 
Mr. Real. Uh, Magnus, <laughs> Magnus, man. <laughs> Mr. Real. And then they finished Madness, and the mood was so high, and we thought, we're going to go um, and have a li- like a little toilet break. We're in such good spirits, we're like walking down the path up to the pyramid stage is probably the muddiest bit of the whole site. Yeah, big puddle, massive puddle. Yeah. But we like walk down this, everyone's singing, everyone's dancing, everyone's so happy. We get to the toilet cubicles, and for me at least, poof, my day has a big old roadblock in it. Um, I'm I, yeah. I'll start it off by just quickly saying, okay, you you won't get amazing toilets at Glastonbury. Um, maybe the first couple of days or the first day, they're all right. Um, if you're if you walk into a cubicle and there's a big log of poo to the left of it, you're Not one on of the, the rim. Lu- yeah, you're one of the lucky ones. I mean, yeah. that's a good toilet because the rest of them sometimes are horrendous. Yeah. Um. So, Tim, please so, go on from there. I went up to the cubicles, queued, walked in. They have like a little latch, like on a garden fence or something. Yeah. If you can kind of picture that so i've got my back to the toilet which is behind me put the little latch down turn around and there is a huge volume <laughs> of diarrhea shit everywhere all over the bowl all over the seat all over everything but i think to myself i only need a wee it's gonna go straight through the middle of this this will be fine. So I turn around, have a wee. And I do not have a weak stomach at all. Yeah. But as I'm weeing, I feel myself go. And I'm like, oh my god, this is horrible. Just finish and go. And then I finished weeing and pretty much immediately I I was sick. I was horrendously Were you projectile sick into sick. the toilet bowl, whatever you call it? I, I feel like our listeners do not need this <laughs> illustration, but it no. did not all go in the bowl. Okay. It mixed in with... <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that. Um, so that ruined your day and you went off... I went and... Upset... Yeah, so there's like a row of like five, and I was on the furthest to the left. Mm. So I left that. The poor person behind you. Oh, God, imagine it. (laughs) Because imagine if they thought it was all me. Yeah. (laughs) I only topped it off. (laughs) (laughs) But then I just like went and leaned on the end of the row of cubicles for a few minutes. Yeah. And then I returned to try and find you guys after a hand wash. Yeah. And I was in a bad mood by this point. Yeah, I thought you were going to quit. You're just going <laughs> to quit. I was going to go home. <laughs> Give me the car keys. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Um, but you went off to the tent to clean your teeth. Yeah, I needed a. I needed to brush my teeth at the very least, mm. and uh, preferably I needed one of those like Men in Black mind erasers, yeah. so I could just forget everything that happened in said cubicle. Uh, so yeah, I went off to the tent. And I feel like the the more interesting anecdote from this part of the day 
comes from you because you went to see Last Shadow Puppets. Yeah, a band that I really, really like. So we're always surrounded by music. So can I, I'm just going to list it off. Like Marilyn Manson was an honourable mention. Uh, Supergrass, we spent time in their dressing room. Meeting them was obviously an impact yeah. on so our childhood. Before we, I'm going to interrupt you again, yeah, go, I'm go, really go, sorry. Go. But, uh, you know, we're trying not to retread uh, previous ground from the this last uh, interview deliberately. But we did get a brilliant Supergrass story last time that I feel like we can't <laughs> Also, I've forgotten it. So it's got to be said. Me, so, yeah. as, as Jack no, said... I remember it. Yeah, as Jack yeah. said, our dad was, you know, he was logistics manager for Backstage and, and Site Crew, etc. We had to just sit at the back of the pickup whilst he's driving around picking up, uh, was it, Harris fencing and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bits of scaff. And, you know, I'd be putting the, the goat, you know, the golf ball in two wheels. But, um, <laughs> don't tell him that. Actually, yeah. he's already been sacked. It's fine. Yeah, so Backstage, we he used to just be able to get us in, in areas that we weren't, usually used to yeah. as kids obviously yeah two um, kids with like AAA laminates like. <laughs> yeah and so we we, we loved Supergrass as kids because we were brought up with our mum yeah. and dad and obviously and it's such child friendly music as well oh exactly but so yeah. you know so cool at the same yeah, time yeah. and so uh, Simon knew that our dad knew that um, and so we one one you know the day they were playing it was like come backstage they're, they're about to go on uh, they're just getting ready just come see him for a little bit I need to drop off some water to him um, we go in there mum came with us just to just to witness it we sat down um, I can't remember too much because I was about must have been about five or four or five six no, no you was old you was about seven or eight was I? yeah 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 I don't think so no no yeah no, no you was about was I was about, about five I or six I remember it very very well well you was about seven or eight then and I was five or six <laughs> So I'll just get my memory. Get the ages right. Yeah, I was definitely five or six, right? was young, right? Yeah, okay. like, think of a little rug rat Tarzan kid. That was me, right? Okay. So we've got into this trailer, and it's super grass. Um, weren't too phased because we were so so young. We just like, yeah. everything's afloat. Um, we've gone in there, and I've got into this conversation with the lead singer. So he, he, he goes to one knee, he goes, so who do you like then? And I was, you know, I was like, super grass and Elvis. And yeah, you loved Elvis. As a kid. I, I absolutely loved Elvis. Um, <laughs> Hated. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so, and so he loved that. He obviously loved the feeling because a couple of years later, my mum, my mum showed me this video they released, and it was it was a little kid dressed in an Elvis suit looking through a window. Yeah. When uh, they was playing in this little uh, in this room, and I, I obviously it's a shot in the dark, but maybe I influenced it in some yeah. way, you know. But you're not gonna you're not gonna take that away. If, he was in a big band, a little kid has that such like, yeah. you know, he'd, he'd just say it to you. It seems it's to affect you, isn't it? It wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've spent like a good few years now around music and I've been in dress rooms and stuff and you don't see that many young kids going around. So mm. that was literally a very yeah. random thing for someone that our age, like yeah. not trying to like say we're massive, right? but like at a young age to go into a dress room and be very so destined on meeting these people and to talk yeah. to them. Who doesn't freeze. Like, yeah. When I was a little kid, like, if I had met someone, like, I would have just froze. I'd just been like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, backstage at a festival, it's such like a, a manic sort of environment to see kids coming through and just, have, just being able to have a little chat with them and yeah. they're so open about it, you know. Yeah, so basically you are the kid from the Supergrass video. Uh, we, we could say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what a year it has been, and we hope you enjoyed it just as much as we did. On behalf of Tim, and from myself, and 
tracks as a whole. We just want to thank everybody from our guests who are on the show to you, our listeners. Yeah, we just want to say thank you so much for everything. And we cannot wait to bring you more next year. We have so many ideas of where we want to take this thing. And we can't wait to get this thing on the road. So it's a goodbye from me and Tim. And who better to take us out? Jimmy, take it away. <laughs>